Thank you, Sarah, for that reading. Um, <clears throat> as Reverend Graham said, we have been using the main lectionary gospel, and this is the fifth, because there have been two sessions from Yam himself, then the third was Louis, and the fourth was Andrew. So there are three reverends, then I am the trainee lay minister, I put in the fifth. So I'm thinking, how could I do? What could I do? But I'll hope, and I've been praying that God will give me a word for you. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, I invite you in this time to talk to me, to myself, and to your people. In Jesus' name. Are you a sheep or a goat? We just had that scripture reading, and that is how I titled my message. And some point in time, I'll be asking you a question. Then I'll be throwing that question to me also, an interactive way. Firstly, um, for my reading, I find out that there are differences between sheep and goat. Sheep tails hang downwards, goat's tail erect. So you could see that as a difference between sheep and goat. Goat are beard, sheep doesn't have beard. So that's another difference there. And we see that sheep go woolly coat, and annually they have to be shared. Whilst goat, their coats do not hear any sharing or breeding. And that's something I see. But would that be enough to make a distinction between a sheep or a goat? I further find out that farmers separate sheep and goat mainly because they have different nutritional needs. They behave differently and they react to disease differently. So therefore, allowing them to intermingle will lead some conflict and the diet will not be good for them. So they normally be separated. And when they're sheep separated, you see that sheep are very gentle animals. And I found out that now I know that we have a lot of pets, cats and dogs. But sheep were the first animal that have been living with people. So when I research and find out. And they differentiate by their facial expression because they like a smile and not be frowning like that. So they have a good vision. On the other hand, good behavior varies. The varies according to their breed, their surrounding, and their size, the head. But generally, goats are very sociable. They're lively animals. And they are very interactive. But why? Because they are intelligent and they can quickly learn good habit and bad habit. That is a goat. So the question I'm asking, are you a sheep or a goat? Obviously not. You will not be able to have answered it with those descriptions. So let me, let me tell you what I felt before preparing for this long time ago, in the scripture, I always think that, oh, the sheep represent Christian, sinless, blameless. When you die, you're going to heaven. The goats are outsiders, sinful people. When you die, you're going to hell. Then before I realized that I was very far away from the truth of what that message is saying. And for me to start in that question, I looked and I decided to look or take the parable of the good Samaritan that Jesus himself started to give. We saw the story of the good Samaritan when the man was going in Jericho and was attacked by robbers, beaten, 
and left for dead. And what happened? The priest was passing, and he saw him. He walked over and continued his journey. Then later on, a Levite, somebody in church, saw that man and take the other way. Then we see Jesus said the next person is Samaritan, who is normally an enemy of the Jew. Saw this man and have compassion. Look after him. Tend that so you wound. Put him in his, in, in his back and take it to an inn. That's an example of a sheep. That's an example of a sheep. So the question I ask you, when was the last time you've shown an act of compassion? When? Sabah is food for thought as I build on that. Matthew 25, 35 and 36 says this. For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, you took me in. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you took care of me. I was in prison and you visited me. So when was the last time you did any of those acts? Because good to be a Christian, good to come to church on a Sunday to praise and worship God. But we are expected to go far and above that because Christ himself said to us, for us to take up the cross and follow him. And follow him is this act of compassion. When did you reflect and genuinely think about what need am I looking to and to see how consciously I try to address that issue or that need. That's something for you to reflect on. Amen. We see this, before I get into the parable properly, this was about um, what we call in the tradition, eschatology, eschatology, which is about death. We know our Christian death, the judgment, the future. And we see in Daniel, he starts to talk about the Son of Man, coming in glory. Then we see Revelation, John talking about a new heaven and a new earth. So there was an ecological debate that was going on. And this case, Jesus was teaching us or talking to us about certain challenges in the final judgment and requiring each and every one of us, you and me, as disciples or as apprentices, to spread his word in this broken world, in an active and compassionate way. So it's not just about saying what the Bible says, but being active and see how you use that with compassion. Pack your word with some action, as we have been saying in the last month when we were doing about James. So not just about the Bible quotation, but is it back with action? And that's something we'll be dwelling in more. So that um, eschatological discourse continue in Matthew 24. Then in Matthew 25, we see there in 25:34, the Son of Man has arrived. 25:34, he has arrived with his angel, and now he's seated about making judgment. And there we see in that 24 in 25:34. Jesus likened himself to a shepherd who separates the flock, the sheep, and the goat. The sheep and the goat were in the same pasture. They were in the same church. They are in the same country, the same world, this world. And they have been going together. 
And the Son of Man is now making a separation about the, the, who is the sheep and who is the goat. And he says in 25:34, the sheep receive the place of honor and inherit in Christ's kingdom. Why is that so? Why is the sheep inherit? The sheep has been called as a blessed one because they demonstrate their faithfulness by performing act of kindness. Not just about coming to church, being in the worship, playing the instrument. Fantastic. We need to praise and worship God. But what else? What else? And that's this sheep, because of the compassionate act, because we see throughout the scripture, we are charged to care for the poor, the marginalized, the disadvantaged in, this, in, in the society. How much thought we, do we have about those people? Because most of the time, we think about ourselves, me, myself, I, my family, they have to be convenient. What about those? Because if we are Christian and we are apprentices, we should be doing what Jesus himself has done because it shows those acts of kindness. And that is what is it. It demonstrated those kindness because we saw in the scripture when he cures the sick, he welcomed the despised, provide food for, the, for those who are hungry. And the same is ordering us, me and you. All of us is ordering us as disciples to carry out his ministry. And he says that, whatsoever we do to the least of the brothers and sisters we are doing to him. Hallelujah. Whatsoever things we do, whatsoever ever act of compassion, don't think that when you do that it's going unnoticed. Because we as Christians should go beyond just being a Sunday Christian. Just go beyond one day a week Christian. We should go above and beyond that. Because that is what Christ is expecting of us. So I ask the question, when was the last time you find a need and try to address that? When? When was the last time you reflect the unconditional love of God to someone? Because that makes a distinction between the sheep and the goat. So you might be thinking, oh, I've been studying the Bible. I can tell you what John, John 3.16 says. But it goes beyond that. Because it's about you showing that unconditional love to somebody else. And that is why I make mention. It did not describe different people, but it described them according to some need. Hunger. Test. Sick. In prison. So what consideration do we have in those things? And for my reading, I see that in Philippians, in the olden days, when Jesus mentioned about the prison, prison was um, a place where people go awaiting trial. So it's not where you're sentenced for a long time. They await trial. And whilst they are waiting trial, it is normally for people to visit them, give them food, talk to them. And as Christian, it's an opportunity for them to minister to, to minister to them, to talk to them about the love of God. So why is there waiting time? 
And this, when I read that, I just try to relate that to our circumstance in the UK, in London. We see the prison. We have a lot of young people been in prison for stabbing, for killing people, for raping another. How much of that do we take to be a personal thing for us? To have a burden to say, what am I going to do? What prayer am I giving? What encouragement am I giving to the young people? Because when Jesus said, whether I was in prison, you visited me. He's expecting an act of compassion. It's little things. Little things. So I'm asking, what act of compassion have you recently shown? The same for me. I'm asking the same question to me. What act of compassion have I recently shown? Because it says there, whatsoever we do to the least of the brothers and sisters, we are doing to Jesus. Amen? Are we? Firstly, I ask, are you a sheep or a goat? I, am, I adjust that question now. Are we sheep or goat? Now, what I find out is that many times when we think about pastoral care, as this is saying, we think that the pastoral care should come from the leadership in the church, from the reverend, the deacon, or other people. But as we should note, as followers of Christ, we are apprentices. And if we have an opportunity to render pastoral care to anyone, we should grab that, have a listening ear, try to encourage them, a word of courage, a word of comfort, any way we can do. Because that is what we see other organizations having pastoral care team in there in the school, in hospital, but that they can. But it is a must in the church. It's a must in the church that we render that pastoral care to each other to see how you're doing, what is happening. And it has to be genuine because sometimes we have that, we talk to someone, they tell you about their difficulty. Instead of you reflecting and see what they are going to, you start thinking, telling them about your own problems. Oh, I cannot help you because of that. You see our shoulders, we all have different shoulders. Because what happens is that as Christians, we have our burden, but we are, we are expected to share somebody else's burden. And so it's great for us to think about that. So how much time or reflection do you have on that? As I say, coming to church is great. But as, an, as a disciple of Christ, that compassionate act makes a distinction. Amen? Amen. And what I see there from the reading is that throughout the gospel and the scripture, there has been a tension between obedience and disobedience. Because we see in Matthew, Matthew 19, 16, when the man come in, a rich man, and he says, teacher, what good do I, must I do to have eternal life? Because he felt he has done all the righteous things there. So we too wonder what side we'll find ourselves at that judgment day. We will find ourselves as sheep to the right-hand side or as goat to the left-hand side. That's a question we're asking. 
But what's important I need you to note that concerns this judgment is not about our faithfulness in church. I may disappoint you. But it's about how we respond positively or negatively to the list of our brothers and sisters. That is an ethical decision that is made there. But what also I find out is that the sheep and the goat, we are still do not know. Because in the, in the verse there, it makes that. They were surprised, both of them. Because some of the time when we are showing this act of compassion, it should not about us counting or taking note. How much good things have I done? How much people have I served? How much, how much time have I visited person in the, in, the, in the hospital? How many time have I gone in the prison? So it's not about taking note there. But I need you to know that God will remember our suffering. He will remember our persecution. And he will remember any act of mercy and kindness we show. He will remember that. And that is the judgment that Jesus is saying making that distinction between the sheep and the goat, the act of kindness, the act of um, compassion. And judgment there means that things will be set right. And we'll see what will happen there. So as I'm getting to the close, there are some questions I want to ask and some things I want to summarize. So how does this judgment relate to us? What's our fate as God's people? Now, as I said earlier on, the parable did not make a distinction of the people that is dealt with, but have only identified the suffering, hungry, naked, sick, in prison. Because the criteria for judgment was not according to one confession, but the mercy and compassion that we have shown. I repeat that. The criteria for the criterion of judgment in that passage is not on one's confession, but the mercy and compassion we have lived. In other words, how have we as believers, as Christ's apprentice, have lived out a baptismal vocation and let our light shine before all men? that they will see the good works and glorify God. How we will let our light shine. And that's the distinction that is made there. And as I said before, there was element of surprise. Verse 44, the goats expressed surprise. Lord, they asked, when did we see you and fail to care for you? The goats were surprised because I'm in charge. I sing in I arranged the, the children. So when did I see you? And I did not. But the sheep was also surprised in verse 37. He said, Lord, when did we see you and perform these services? So interestingly, in that passage, goats do not see themselves as goats, and sheep did not see themselves as sheep. That's surprise, because it's only Jesus, our King of Kings, who is able to make that distinction. And it's important for you to note that as we see that. 
Because it's about life's choices. Are we going to be compassionate Christian? Or are we going to be self-centered about me, myself, my family? As we reflect on whether we are sheep or good, there are three things I want to summarize by saying that will happen according to this passage at the end of the world. First, there will be some sorting out. You'll be in the church, but there will be some sorting out. Just as we do in our laundry, we sort out things. We have light, dark, bright color that we go. And there will be some sorting out. But obviously, it's not as we thought. Because Jesus, who is the master shepherd, the great shepherd, is the one that will be doing the sorting out. To be able to clearly distinguish who is the sheep and who is the goat. Amen? The sheep will go on the right, the right, and the, the, the goat will go to the left. That's one thing, sorting. The second is there will be some reward. So it's not just about sorting out, reward. And of course, it shows in that passage the reward we give. Well done, good and faithful servant. But when I was reading that, there's something that came into my mind that I note. It's a blessing of the Father upon our lives that lead us to do anything good. So it's not our own strength for us to be boasting. It's the blessing of God in our lives that lead us to do anything good and lead us to be obedient and lead us to be faithful. The blessing of God which we should be thankful for. Listen, church, we're only able to love God and be his children because he has first loved us. And that's important for us to note. And important for us to extend that to other people we meet. So firstly, there will be some sorting out. Second, there will be some reward. And thirdly and finally, there will be some condemnation. So as there are sheep that's going to the right side of um, Christ, there are also good. As there are, there are rewards, faithful servant, there are also condemnation. And it's about us reflecting and thinking about the implication of that judgment. Because the, 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 the left hand represents the place that is set out for the devil and his angel. Do we want to be on the right hand of Jesus for him to call us well done, great and faithful servant? Or do we want to be on the left? It's something for us to think. Because he says, for I was hungry and you gave me nothing to eat. That is what he was saying to the goat. I was thirsty and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger and you didn't take me in. I was naked and you didn't clothe me. Sick and in prison, you didn't take care of me. Just as the moment with Paul on the way to Damascus when he was going to attack the Christian and he met, Jesus met him there and he says, what you're going to do is me you're going to attack. Because when you attack the brother and sister of Christ, you're attacking Jesus. Amen. And the same, whenever we do something for the brother and sister, to the least of our brethren, we're doing it to 
Jesus. And that's that inflection we need to have. Therefore, in conclusion, can you imagine a goat trying to trick the shepherd? I'm a sheep because I've been praising God. I've been singing. I've been leading the choir, so I'm a sheep. Can you imagine that? But we need to know that Jesus is the master shepherd and he will be able to righteously and precisely sort out the spiritual sheep from the spiritual goat. So in conclusion, two action that how we want to take in listing this and inflecting on this. Number one is how we determine whether we are sheep or a goat reflecting in that compassionate act. So it's about looking into our mirror of our soul in our act and examine ourselves, our relationship. Do we know that we know that we know that we are compassionate followers of Christ? I repeat the question again. While determine whether we are sheep or goat. Do we know that we know that we know that we are compassionate followers of Christ? So I'm asking that question to you and myself. If we, know, if we don't, it's about committing ourselves that reflection today and this week. How are we going to be a faithful and compassionate Christian to become a sheep? That's one action. The second action is how we show some good how to become sheep. Showing some good how to become sheep. Because then you Christian, there are people who are living a spiritual good and they do not have any clue. They are just coming into church, hanging out and everything. It's about taking that time to talk to them, to encourage them so that they become compassionate Christian and be able to show acts of kindness to other people. So one is about determining, about reflection, determining whether we are sheep or goat, and two, showing some goat how they become a sheep. So as we prepare to close, I need you to examine your heart as I examine my heart and as we listen to the song.
So thank you, Lord, for this time, for allowing me to share your word. Help us, Lord, not to only be hearers of your word, but doers. Thank you for this time, for in Jesus' name.